Hello and welcome to episode number 119 of Bill Man the Sport Guys podcast. I am your host, Bill Man, where I get to report you the latest weekly news from the NFL, NBA, MLB, and NHL. Alrighty, everybody, we're going to start off with the NFL with the biggest and perhaps you could say most surprising move that has happened. The Dallas Cowboys have acquired quarterback Trey Lance from the San Francisco 49ers in exchange for a fourth-round pick. Small disclaimer, don't know exactly what year the fourth-round pick is, so all we know is it's just basically Trey Lance for a fourth-round pick. Okay, now this is honestly very shocking. Now, it does look like that from the Dallas Cowboys standpoint, adding Trey Lance does give him still a chance to be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and he's most likely going to be the backup quarterback to Dak Prescott and not Cooper Rush. Trey Lance, I think the potential's still there for him. Yes, he had a horrible injury that ended his season last year. So I now I think he uh, be go to a team with Dallas with a bunch of weapons can totally help him, but we'll see how he go he does under head coach Mike McCarthy. Now we don't know. I, I'm still kind of baffled that he got traded from San Francisco because I thought he was honestly going to be the next big thing in the Bay, but I guess not. As Sam Darnold's now going to be the backup quarterback or the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, along with Brock Purdy. Now, Trey Lance, still a really young quarterback. So from the 49ers standpoint, I just don't understand it. Yeah, you got Brock Purdy, who made a name for himself last year, but it can he repeat it? And then Sam Darnold, who's now bounced around, has had many chances to be a good quarterback. Wasn't good with the Giants. Wasn't good with the Panthers. And I don't know how many more chances you honestly give him because he's most likely just a backup quarterback for the rest of his career. Now, from the Dallas Cowboys standpoint, as I've said, this does at least give him better quarterback depth, and I actually like it. Now, hot take, I think there's potential. The Dallas Cowboys, going forward, could start Trey Lance and move on from Dak Prescott. I actually think that's still a possibility because throughout Dak Prescott's time in Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys have really done nothing, like zero, ever since Dak Prescott came in the NFL. But for Trey Lance, Dallas could be a scary squad. That's if he starts. Now, you guys can let me know your thoughts and opinions on your overall thoughts on this trade, and who do you think really won the extension between San Francisco and Dallas. Alrighty, we are now going to jump to Major League Baseball. There are two-ish moves, at least, to talk about that honestly surprises me. Or one kind of surprised me, one sort of caught me off guard. First one is the Cleveland Guardians have designated pitcher Noah Syndergaard for assignment. Kind of surprises me. I think Noah Syndergaard's still like a solid pitcher in baseball, but has just always had injury problems. And he didn't do that great with Cleveland. So I'm curious to see where will he go for 2024 and which team is most likely going to give him a shot. Now, as a White Sox fan, do I want Noah Syndergaard? 
probably not for next year, but if they do bring him for the rest of this season, then fine, whatever. I mean, what else do they really have to lose? So, curious to let you know on your thoughts on the whole Noah Syndergaard being DFA'd by the Cleveland Guardians. Now, I guess it's safe to say the Dodgers want to trade in a heartbeat. And the last Major League Baseball move we're going to talk about is the Baltimore pitchers. I'm sorry, not Baltimore Ravens. No, not the Baltimore. It's actually the Washington Nationals. I apologize. Anyway, former starting pitcher of the Washington Nationals, Steven Strasburg, is set to retire. Now, Strasburg has only appeared in just eight games ever since the 2020 COVID pandemic season. Now, after coming off a very solid season where he won a World Series for the Washington Nationals, Steven Strasburg has just been injured ever since. And the nerve damage has completely shut him down. Strasburg did make his debut in 2010. And... Yeah, he does fall into the category of playing with one team throughout his career, but I always thought he's easily one of the best pitchers in the Nationals franchise. Now, I'm not saying baseball, just more in terms of franchise for the Nationals. Just wanted to be clear. And always had good pitches. Some of his pitches were actually pretty good. And yeah, he was injury prone too. He did play in a total of 247 games. Has a career 3.24 ERA, 1,723 strikeouts across 1,470 innings pitches. And Steven Strasburg is a World Series champion. So congratulations to Steven Strasburg on a career. He definitely falls into the Hall of Goods, in my opinion, but just not really the actually Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Not a whole shot, if I'm being honest. Okay, now we're going to go to the NHL. There have been two signings to talk about. One I don't think I talked about, and one we're for sure going to talk about. Okay, the one I'm not sure I mentioned last episode, in episode 117, I maybe did, but you guys can correct me if I did or didn't. But anyway, here it is. Brandon Hagel re-signs with the Tampa Bay Lightning for eight years, $6.5 million AAV, which it is $52 million in total. So, right off the bat, is it just me, guys, or do the Tampa Bay Lightning just love to give players eight year with big boy money contracts? Now, Brendan Hagel has definitely had a name for himself. Fact that he got drafted by the Buffalo Sabres, didn't resign with them, signs with the Chicago Blackhawks. He starts, his career starts to take a hit, like, take a big step in becoming a solid star player that gets traded to Tampa. And then what do you know? Bam. One of the solid NHL wingers today, definitely easily much deserved for Brandon Hagel. One of the most, one of the great, like younger and underrated players. I don't know about greater, but definitely one of the most underrated players in my opinion. I think this is a good sign for Tampa Bay, but if I'm being honest, I think the depth Tampa Bay, not really having too much depth really hurts. And the next one, Austin Matthews re-signs with the Toronto Maple Leafs for four years, $13.5 million AAV. Right when I saw this, I'm actually really shocked that, that it's only a four-year deal and not like a seven- or an eight-year deal. 
But I guess there were reports that Toronto wanted to go long-term, but his camp, Austin Matthews' camp, wouldn't go anywhere higher than four years. So Austin Matthews will be in Toronto for longer. He's definitely one of the best centers in the NHL today. Definitely one of the best offensive players that the game has ever seen. Now, and definitely one one of the best American-born players, along with Patrick Kane and Mike Medano. Now, Matthews, sure, he's not had a ton of playoff success, but if Toronto can build a good team, having more seasons of getting past the second round, or first round, and hey, a Stanley Cup is part of the process. I actually think this is a good extension for Toronto, but this does also mean that very good chances that one of their core players is going to get traded. And if I had to take a guess, I think it's going to be William Nylander. And I actually think good signing, but with 13 and a half million and the, the amount of money that Toronto has on their core players, I do think this could also hurt them in the long run. And the last topic and NHL signing to talk about, the Edmonton Oilers have re-signed Evan Bouchard to a two-year $3.9 million AAV. He did put up 20 goals over his past two seasons with Edmonton. Fine contract. I think he does have a chance to become a, a superstar. Or not a superstar, but like a great player for the Oilers. So I actually don't mind this one overall. All right, and one of the biggest facts I will also like to throw at sports, the New York Yankees did lose nine in a row. It was their longest losing streak since 1982. How surprising is that? And also, the last time, sorry about that, but the last time the Yankees finished a season under 500, Bill Clinton was America's president was the president of the United States of America. Buck Showalter was actually managing the Yankees. Anthony Volpe was nine years old or no, he was still nine years away from being born. Brian Cashman was in his first year as an assistant GM and Nirvana, the rock band Nirvana had released their album called Nevermind. How surprising is that, that times have changed? And speaking of the fact, that is all for today. Talked about the facts. Noah Syndergaard being designated for assignment by the Cleveland Guardians. Trey Lance getting traded to the Dallas Cowboys. Steven Strasburg announcing his retirement. And some hockey extensions from Brendan Hagel to Austin Matthews to Evan Bouchard. If you have thoughts and opinions, I'm always open for debates. You can find me at Twitter at BillmanSports and Instagram at BillmanSportsGuy. So thank you for tuning in to episode number 119 of Billman the Sport Guys podcast. I am your host, Billman. Stay tuned for episode 120. Peace.